I'm Kayla Stanley, and you're listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello there, dear friends. I'm Mo Saina for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson 9. Can you believe it? For Thursday. Yes, I said Thursday, November 30th. Today's title, Mission to the Powerful. Yes, yesterday we saw Mission to the Rich or Wealthy. Now it's about Mission to the Powerful. But first, shall we pray? Oh, Father, these lessons are not easy, but we know that your Spirit can guide us. And you guide us to talk to those people that are rich and powerful according to what you know is best. Father, help us not to show any prejudice against people depending on their wealth, depending on their ethnicity, their background. May we learn to love people for what they are, special, precious jewels bought with your precious blood. Oh, Father, guide us as we study your word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The lesson starts. Jesus knew how to make friends with the powerful. Yes, he did. He was admired and respected by many of these people and at the same time, was also despised by many. Yes, the powerful people in the Bible who came to Jesus for help surely sensed that he cared for them. Also, many of the rich and powerful did not openly come to Jesus right away. Mm-mm. They waited until they were certain that Jesus was truly the Son of God. Such was the case with Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea. So we are invited to open our... Come on, move it, move it. What does this account tell us about how the Lord used a rich man who clearly had been impacted by Jesus? So Matthew 27, 57 through 60. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Patty, come on, move it, move it. I know you're tired and you're ready to, to travel uh, to meet your beau. But until then, come on, let us read our Bibles, open our Bibles. Matthew 27, 57 through 60. The subtitle says, The Burial of Jesus. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Yes, for those of you learning English as a second and foreign language, tomb, right? He put Jesus in a new tomb, the T-O-M-B, but the B silent. Just close your mouth with the M. Tomb. Excellent. Tomb. Uh, and there you have it. What this, uh, does this account tell us about how Jesus, how the Lord used a rich man? Now, we have the similar story in Mark 15, 43, 47. Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent member of the council, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph bought some linen cloth, took down the body, wrapped it in the linen, and placed in a tomb cut out of the rock. Then he rolled the stone against the entrance of the tomb. 
Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. Luke 23, 50-53, the burial of Jesus. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man, who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in the linen cloth, and placed in a tomb, out of the, cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. Very interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. And John 19, 38, 42, also the, the burial of Jesus. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Wow! All the Gospels narrating that story, huh? Fantastic. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And the little details that each author added and presented. Some things were left out, some things were added on to give a full picture of that situation. So what does this account tell us about how the Lord used a rich man who clearly had been impacted by Jesus. Until this time, we have heard nothing of Joseph of Arimathea. Suddenly, this rich man appears. Tanta! <laughs> Almost out of nowhere, and is used to help fulfill prophecy. God has used and will continue to use the rich for his purposes. Hence, we must have a mission to them as well. Uh, where to begin? Where to begin can be one of the most difficult phases in making friends with powerful people. It's true. In general, it is better not to pursue them. <laughs> yes, or they're going to put the security, set, the, set security against you. Let them come to you. Jesus did this. They became a witness to his message, healing and power from God. They were convinced behind the scenes that he is truly the Son of God. Powerful people will seek to partner with genuine ministry for a number of reasons. They want to be part of something good, but that is changing the lives of people. This is one way they know that it can also change their lives. It provides a subtle way for the rich and powerful to get the help they need without publicly disclosing their needs. The second phase is to begin a genuine ministry as an avenue for the rich and powerful to be part of God's ministry. Take some time to invest in the lives of the rich and powerful in your society. Challenge! Add someone to your daily prayer list who is in a position of power, is not a believer, and is someone you could come in contact with from time to time. Okay. And challenge up. Address a letter or email to someone in a position of power, even if it is someone you may never have met, and tell that person that you are praying for him or her. That's an interesting challenge. 
I don't think that person will receive that email, but um, let alone a letter. But <laughs> oh, 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 you can try, right? So these these are challenges. So there is risk involved in challenges, and there is a success rate and a failure rate. But at least you tried. So go for it, right? It's interesting because uh, there are some uh, churches that are on purpose located in uh, very rich areas because they want to reach the, those people. And if they succeed, depending on the way that they approach those people, those rich area churches, they can be a blessing, not only to their local town or community, but sometimes nationally and internationally with their offerings, with their means to support students with scholarships they can support missionaries in different parts of the world it's amazing they can support the construction of a hospital or at least a clinic so there are many different ways that the wealthy can be a blessing as well they, they can help support the funding of a tv or radio station like novo tempo in brazil uh, nuevo tempo in latin america hope channel around the world you know Uh, there are so many ways that money is not going to be a deterrent, but it's going to be a blessing when used for God's cause, right? The problem is that we have to really analyze our hearts. Why are we reaching out to the rich? Just because they have money? <laughs> Or just because they need to know about Jesus? That's, that's the purpose. I think that's the challenge, right? Well, my friends, this is Lesson 9. Yes, Lesson 9. For Thursday, November 30th. For more information, please, pretty please, get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes UNESP. Tell friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, for praying with us and for us. May the Lord grant you a wonderful day. And remember, those of you learning English as second foreign language, Thursday, today's Thursday. You have to stick your tongue out, okay? Don't confuse Thursday and Tuesday, all right? So go for it and be a blessing today wherever you go.